You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast. First off, we want to say we have all of you out there listening are doing well and staying safe. The coronavirus pandemic has called everyone across the globe to take unprecedented action as we all attempt to do our part in fighting off the spread of COVID-19. Like most major sporting competitions worldwide, the Premier League is suspended. But we still wanted to bring our Premier League on NBC team together to share our thoughts. Here is that discussion in full. Hi everyone, I'm Rebecca Lowe. Thank you for tuning in to what is an unprecedented situation for each and every one of us in the world. It is a time like no other, and for so many, a time partially or completely isolated. So Arlo, Graham, Robbie, Robbie, Kyle and myself thought that we'd all get on a podcast every week for you and have a chat. We can't, of course, talk about the football itself. But we can talk about the new story within sports and more specifically our sport of football and how it moves forward. Right now, the official word is no Premier League until the first weekend of April and Euro 2020 put back to summer 2021. Now, the Premier League and football will be back. We cannot tell you exactly when, but when we can deliver it back to you on a Saturday and Sunday morning, I think we're all going to value it even more than we did before. So to all our viewers, now listeners, know that we send you our love, our support, and our best wishes. And until we all meet again, you have a break from our faces, but not from our voices. So we are going to crack on and have a chinwag. Now, just to let you know, we are all phoning in. What's a chinwag, Bex? Sorry. (laughs) There you go. I knew somebody (laughs) would fly off. A chinwag for all those American listeners is just a good old fact. Chat. Um, and as you know, as you just heard, Kyle is there and he is on the east coast of the United States. And we've got Graham and Arlo in the UK and then the rest of us over here in the US. And we're all phoning in on our cell phones. So the audio may not be top quality, but we'll be working on that as each week goes by. Um, so, Arlo, Graham, Kyle, Robbie, and Robbie, hello and good morning. Hello, I've asked everybody to go on mute when they're not talking, again, just to try and make the audio as good for you guys subscribing to this as possible. So um, we're going to start off with, as though we were going to go on air this weekend, let's be honest, the first thing we would talk about if we were going on air Saturday morning, and Arlo, I'm going to start with you. Mm. If you ran the Premier League right now, if you headed up the Premier League, what would you be trying to achieve right now? Now, of course, there are endless answers to this question and this is why it's so interesting and it is a conversation of course that matters very little 
compared to what is going on. But it is a conversation that is going on because football still matters. Now, mm. a completion of this season, Arlo, no matter what, to retain full integrity, then deal with subsequent seasons afterwards. Perhaps end the season right now, declare it null and void. Perhaps the most and give Leicester the title. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps that's the most emotional decision, but maybe the cleanest one, who knows. Or end it now with consequences as of now. Liverpool, the title, relegation happens. Um, then start afresh. Will there be mm. an appetite to do what with any of these options? So, Arlo, your thoughts on, on if you ran the Premier League and what you would be trying to achieve right now? Well, speaking of appetite, Bex, firstly, I've just made a batch of chicken and chorizo rice for freezing. So I've changed. Self-improvement is the goal during self-isolation. And that, and watching Carl's interview videos, are getting me through uh, the first few days. <laughs> they are very entertaining, Carl. Bex, um, I'm not sure about the legality. So I'm not sure about, you know, the requirements that the Premier League have for stakeholders, for television, for the PFA, you know, for various people involved in the game that have a stake in it. So all I can speak about, I suppose, is, is the competition side and the integrity of that competition and the 2019-20 uh, season, for me, is key. I think it needs to be completed at all costs and even if that takes until Christmas. Now, some people are going to be up in arms about that, but I, I strongly believe that, that to, to null and void the season and people, people who are crying to, to null and void the season right now. It just sounds suspiciously tribal to me and, and pretty self-serving. Now, there are a lot of fans out there, uh, and I'm sure uh, on, on Insta or on Twitter, everybody has, has, has seen all the memes that are going round. A lot of fans would love nothing better than to see Liverpool denied the Premier League title. Um, they'll find it hilarious. A 30-year wait would go on, etc., etc. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't subscribe to that. I think an April return, judging by what's going on in this country at the moment, um, is optimistic, um, possibly likewise with May. Now, if June is possible, then great. You know, we're not, no one is going to clamour for the return of football until it's absolutely safe to do so and appropriate to do so. You to say they like things done and dusted in domestic leagues by June the 30th because that's the end of the football year, but they've left the caveat that that's not necessarily... Um, a line that's, that's drawn um, uh, fully and, and other seasons could you know, drift off into and dribble on into July. Now, there has to be a mechanism for, for Champions League qualifi- qualification at that point. You know, maybe it's freezing the table at the point of, of, of June the 30th and saying, right, they are your Champions League teams. That's up for debate. Um, but if, if we can't get done by June the 30th, I say the Premier League carries on. We cannot disregard eight months of football, the, the blood, the sweat, the toil that goes into it. We, we shouldn't also, on a philosophical level, discard the journeys that the teams have been on. You know, Liverpool, to get to this point, have been on a 30-year odyssey. It's a great Premier League story, and it would, be, it would leave a mark, uh, and a black mark, I think, against the league going forward. And likewise, Manchester City have been on a journey and underachieved this season, and you can't just sweep that under the carpet. Chelsea, real rebuilding, could make Champions League. That's a great story. You know, the, the relegation is a, is a completely different issue because there's so much for the teams to lose. I, I'd say go until at least December um, with the idea that you get that, that table, you know, the league finished, the season finished, 
hopefully way before then, but say December. And if it goes that long, restart the next season on Boxing Day, have half a season, 19 games. It's a sprint to the line. Then you've got a champion for next year as well. And they do it in South America, the Aperture, the Clausura, the half seasons. I know it's not ideal, but we are not in an ideal situation. So that would be my solution. I think, and we don't know what's going to happen, Bex, do we, in, in, in the future. Um, but I think this season, at all costs, has to be completed. Okay, that's interesting. Obviously, a lot of questions come from that. One being, if I was, if I was going for the title, I just w- I wouldn't want to win a title on 18 games or 20 games or whatever, 19 games, whatever it would be. It would always be like a, oh, you won the title back in 2021. Oh, yeah, that was the season you only had to play half the amount of games. So I, my, my take might be to just. I'd rather that back than, than than screw up 28 games. You know what I mean? And and if everyone knows. True going into that season that you've only got 19 games because of Corona, because of a worldwide crisis, go for it and we'll get back on track that way. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, absolutely. And Robin Musk, I'm going to come to you next. Just going to throw into this the possibility of completing the season at all costs, like you say, whether that even takes us till Christmas, and then disregard 2020-2021 completely and have another, some, maybe keep the cup competitions going in that in that but not Premier League season, possibly. I've heard this muted. And then start again with the 2021-2022. So you almost jump a year. That's another thing to consider. So you don't ruin this season and you don't sort of cause havoc to the following season. You almost just kind of jump, leapfrog ahead. So that's another option. Musto, over to you. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think even just with the first couple of uh, answers here, I think we all realise how incredibly difficult it's going to be. And Carlo we have to finish the current season because of all the points that Arlo made there. But when he started talking about going into December, wow. I mean, we haven't talked yet about players' contracts. There's a, there's a ton of players that are playing in the Premier League that contracts are due to end on 30th of June. Again, it's kind of the natural end of the season. Um, I suppose if all agreed that they could continue on a month-to-month basis or whatever until they finish the season... I mean, I, like you, I'm just, I'm just thinking about Sorry, Robbie, 60, 69 yeah. players' contracts end this June right. in the Premier League. Yeah, so, so that, there has to be some sort of blanket agreement so, so, from so all those players. As well, what about like Zayek, uh, the Ajax player who's ready time for Chelsea? He's ready to come in. What, what does he do? Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of issues. European competition. What happens to that in our in, in Arlo's world of of going through kind of December to what happens to, to the Champions League and the Europa League. They want to get their teams in their competition. They want their competitions to continue as well. It's really difficult. And that, you know, as the uncertainty seems to grow almost day by day, the longer it goes on, ha- has to be more of a concern. I mean, I, you know, I think with, there's, what, there's nine games left, plus the Football League have got that, plus the playoffs. So, you could probably say, guys, it's probably five or six weeks left of football to complete this season. It's just, you know, back to your initial question, Rebecca, if you're in charge of the Premier League, they, they must be discussing a, OK, if we return in May, if we return in June, if we return in July, if we return in August, they're trying to work through scenarios that enable us to finish the season uh, and, they, and they're not wreck the next season. I mean, I don't think we can skip a season. You know, thinking about Arlo's kind of race to the finish. And, and I'm, I, we, we've got to get back on track at some point. And that's why some people out there are saying somehow we've got to curtail this season um, 
it, it will, in whatever way that can be, a quick end or something, or you, you make up a, a decision about how the teams finish at the bottom, which is, of course, we don't want to see that, but we, we've got to think about the possibility that this could go on for many, many months, and you, and you risk it becoming farcical that this season lasts for so long. So, so many issues. I'll be quiet there, but I, you know, it, it, this is the whole point. And this is why this is not an easy one that none of us will be able to come up with, I, I wouldn't imagine, an ideal scenario. There's got to be some sort of um, consequence to it. And it might be Arlo's, you know what, we, we, can, we can continue, but next season, what, uh, you know, we'll be a short race. And then after that, we're back on track. Can I just throw in a couple of things heard somebody say, oh. what about a player for the relevant position? So there'd be a... Well, Liverpool would win the title. It would be a Champions League playoff, and then there'd be a playoff somewhere down at the bottom with those teams. It would be a short fix. I don't particularly like it, but somebody was suggesting that could be an option. Yeah, the American well, side. Well, just throwing into the, just on that, you know, you say oh, Liverpool would win the title. I mean, of course, we've all seen amazing, amazing Liverpool yeah. season, but they haven't, yeah. they haven't won the... You cannot give them the title. They've no, 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 no. Asterisk by their name. They can't have a playoff. But, but they, may have, they, have, they may only have two more games to win back. So they may have a short, I don't know, a window where they, they play, I don't know, four or five games based on that. And, and they could have won it anyway. I mean, they, it's ironic. They would have won it this weekend, I think, if they'd have, if they'd have beat Everton in the derby and, and played this weekend. Um, I, I, I don't particularly agree. It was just a suggestion somebody threw out. It's it kind of trying to condense what we've got to do now. I mean, I, I agree we've got to finish the season. And, and in doing so, it, 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 this should be a special title for Liverpool. And however we, we end it out, it's, it's going to be tainted because of the consequences of what we had, which is a such a game for what they're doing. But, the, you know, these stories like Wolves and Sheffield United, you know, who could get Champions League spots. You know, these Aston Villa at the bottom of the league who've got this game in hand. So if we were to close it now, Aston Villa are a game less than the other teams down there. And they'd There's no way you can offer... close the season out. You can't... I, I don't think you can close the season without finishing all the games. No, no. How you do, how you no, do no, that... Let me offer Let me offer the playoff, but just, just the playoff scenario. Not, not that I agree with this. Let me, let's just present it. And, He's and, the American. And He's the American. Exactly. I say, listen, I, I'm the playoff expert here. I grew up with it. I loved it. Let me just let me just offer something here. So listen, you know, the champions, it's not like this is a foreign idea, pardon the pun. You know, the championship is going to have their playoffs anyway. Listen, there's no panacea that makes every single club happy in every football division and every league. There are going to be people that have to accept something um, or else there is no solution here. So let's Let's say that there are a few posts. One is season null and, void, null and void, start over next season. It's the cleanest that would create the biggest turmoil, and I think everyone agrees that's not, that's not possible. There is the start the season whenever we can and finish it, which creates all sorts of complications with contracts and other tournaments. You know, Seferin has kind of, the president of UEFA, put, put, put an end to speculation saying there is no world in which they're going to just give Liverpool the title without the season finishing. Funny enough, he's negotiating against himself because if, if they do shift the season so it has to finish, even though they've moved Euros to the next uh, summer, his, his big tournament's going to have, have major problems because the season's going to butt up against it next summer. So the playoff solution is this. You, know, you have other competitions that need a summer. 
and forget kind of getting into the World Cup being in the winter solution. Let's keep it simple. You say if, if you are this many points clear in your league, it, it's, it's pretty straightforward. You're, you're, you're going to win the division. If you're not, you can create anyone still playing for something within a realistic grasp of getting something, whether it be promotion, relegation, titles, or, or European spots. You can create a hyper, uh, a, a, a hyper-focused, shortened playoff system, kind of like the Christmas fixtures, where in a month you, you can get through two games a week and you can, and you can now do one thing, is, is, is condense the season, get to an answer, so they're sporting meritocracy. The other thing is, and this is a bigger kind of macro thing, there are a lot of people that football employs. There are a lot of people that, that work minimum wage or, or a little bit above around those stadiums that aren't getting a paycheck for a very long time. If, if you were to bring back a condensed period, of a lot of games, people could earn some revenue that they lost. You could get incredible ratings behind a massive uh, shortened sort of Christmas fixture where everything's to play for. I mean, the Christmas fixture list, nothing to really play for yet. Imagine just every single game has that much relevance. It, it does solve a lot of problems, even though some people can't digest that idea because it's so foreign. But listen, 30 years since Liverpool won the title. I mean, it's been hundreds of years since we were dealing with something that closed down sport. So I'm sorry, you know, Liverpool not winning the title in 30 years is not the most historic thing going on. Can I just throw well, in just... To, that, to that question that you, the, 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 sorry, Carl, the point you've made, just go back to when the Premier League mooted the point about bringing in a 39th game and the, the yeah. uproar that that concerned because it took out the meritocracy, as you said, of playing twice against each each other home and away that format is is um it's so um valued i think anything other than that will be will be seen as a failure to 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 complete and 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 you haven't got the mirror that you need of home and away matches twice and whoever comes out with the most points and and the least points gets promoted and relegated but to compare it the other way, if, forget, forget about it's a decision against doing the season the normal way or not. That might not be an option. If you're comparing it against the season being null and void, what would people take? Yeah, I'm not suggesting that. You've got all the European club competitions, of which there are still you know, teams getting to the later stages, of whether it's Europa League or Champions League. We don't know how long players are going to be unable to train together. And therefore, if this goes on for two or three months, they're going to need to do a pre-season. But some of these players may have off longer during this crisis than they've ever had off in a summer break. And so players are going to have to readjust to, to, um, to, to, to a training schedule. So this could take, I really feel this could take months. So I think whatever goes, goes on sort of post the closure of this season is almost, okay, you've got to, you've got to adapt that part of the year as opposed to um, trying to adjust something now because all these clubs have signed up to to a um, a league that is um, 38 football matches, and those that suffer as, as a result of that, even if you put in a playoff, will 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 start filing legal um, <laughs> claims against the league. And and there's no, from what I've read and people I've spoken to, there's been no um, there's, there's nothing in contracts. To, that could have prepared for this situation. There's, there's no, there's no um, sort of uh, conversation that was had ahead of this to preempt this and therefore come up with a set of uh, solutions that clubs have signed up to. 
but so don't forget as well that whatever they decide has to have, has to be carried by 14 votes, doesn't it, out of the 20. So I, I agree with Graham. If, if you're if you're sort of I don't know if you decide to null and void it, and 14 clubs say yeah yeah we're fine with that, so the bottom three teams go down, then Aston Villa who won't have voted for that, I'm sure, will go nuts. And then, because they've got this game in hand, you know, West Ham are going to vote for it immediately, aren't they? I mean, it was a little bit clumsy by Karen Brady writing that article, I thought, or certainly expressing that view in the uh, Sun newspaper last week, that the, 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 the entire season could be null and void because they're out of the, uh, are they out of the relegation zone on, on goal difference at the moment? Yeah. Um, and that's a sort of self-serving... Oh, well, just, just, just yeah. a question. And, and you've, been, you've been covering the game for such a long time and, and as a fan, as, as a pundit, as a, as a commentator. I mean, are we, are we this emotional about it or are we seeing this through the Premier League lens because of the story of Liverpool? I mean, if Liverpool and City were, were neck and neck, would, would a season being null and void be as, as unthinkable as it seems it is? No, I don't agree, Carlo. I don't agree. I go back to the point I made earlier. If, if you've got if you've got fans going absolutely crazy about an additional game overseas, um, and and categorically saying that that fun, fundamentally damages the integrity of, of the league, it's about the history of the league. It's got nothing to do with Liverpool being this, this far right. ahead. No. Liverpool fans to be slightly smug and, and you know, 
claimed that they're the best team in the world, which I'm not sure many did. Yeah, but, but Arlo, you have to tie that out. We're seeing. No, you, I, that's exactly you what have I'm to saying. Take that off the table because ultimately, emotion, emotional sort of responses to why this should be pl- played out or not played out. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with the actual reality. Well, you're of, that up, right? That's what I said at the start. Like yeah, exactly. The competition. Yes, that's what I said at the start. Integrity of the competition because you've got to take self-interest out of it. And at the moment, it looks like it looks a little bit too self-interested and emotional to declare the season null and void. That's exactly my point. I mean, my counter argument is I think that the emotional thing is to change the format or, 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 or disrupt world football or contracts or everything else so that we can find a winner. You know, in, in my mind, the, the cleanest and hardest thing to accept, but the thing that protects the integrity of the league the most is to say the season didn't finish. We don't know yeah. if we can finish it without disrupting world football. The season never happened. I'm sorry. That's the first thing to do to every club. Every club is penalized exactly the same. Every club should be given a chance to whatever the, the conclusion is, whether it becomes a playoff, whether it becomes a, a different format. But every club should be able to get to that end point, and then we have a chance to move on next season from a which is the new phase, the new normal. So if Aston Villa end up losing their playoff games or losing whatever games and they go down, then they actually go down. But as it stands now, I just don't think we, we can suspend it as it is and just move on next season and, and say everything's okay. Listen, there are these ridiculous things in the format of sport where, you know, if teams are tied on points and away goals and home goals, you flip a coin to see who wins. Like, if you chase sporting meritocracy all the way to the impossible mm-hmm. and, the, and the incredibly rare, it gets ridiculous. And, and we never have to do that. And this is forcing that. The, the, the thing you raised earlier, the point you raised earlier, Kyle, um, and you didn't quite go to the next point because you said it was going to make it more complicated, was about the World Cup in Qatar in 2022, which already yeah. can distort and the, the, the normal calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's only, you know, two years away with my fundamental math. I managed to work that one out. Um, so in theory, if the season wasn't going to finish, the natural season wasn't going to conclude till, say, December this year, why not then just continue to run seasons until, mm-hmm. up until including the World Cup in Qatar and yeah, then we the back afterwards? You messed the Euros up next yeah. summer. The Euros, but, yeah. the Euros in between. Euros argued you could skip an entire round of Euros. The World Cup surely is the flagship competition yeah. in World Cup. So I mean, there's a, there's a gigantic organization that disagrees with that. Uh, <laughs> true, true. But, but as, as we're finding out on this little podcast of ours, thank goodness we're not running football because we're not running <laughs> and none of us really know what to do. Um, Robbie Thanks. Martin, what do you mean? My idea go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, I believe me, Bex. We are totally representative of, of the people sitting around the big tables at the moment. In the <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> what that. This is exactly what that conversation sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> at least IFAB isn't deciding this. <laughs> Apparently, they're putting a really fine line on the end of the month to see where it ends. Check complete. Steven <laughs> <laughs> complete. <laughs> Guys, I wonder if when it starts up again, we'll know what it is. Yeah, I am still here. I am still here. Oh, it must be. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Sorry, Beck, say that again. 
Sorry, you've been a, you've been a bit quiet since everyone else has been having that little chat. Anything sprung to your mind from what we've just been talking about? Well, I'm sorry to disappoint everybody, but I feel exactly the same. You can't null and void the season. It's got to be finished. Yeah. And that that whatever you say about playoffs, um, about emotional, about the size of what's happening, we get all that. But as Arlo said, there's there's football and there's not football. We're in not football right now. There's going to be football again, and it's just what we decide to do when it comes back. And for me thinking of all the 20 teams right now and all the teams in the, uh, the Football League that are trying to get promoted into the league above, you can't just write off 28, 34, whatever games they've played um, for, to try and make it clean for everybody else. It's just, guys, it's, again, my first, my first comment still for me is, is the most important one. It's like, when? When, when we return, what are we going to do? If it's this month, if it's this month, if it's this month. This could go on for, you know, they're saying that they're potentially... We don't get over this until there's a vaccine, which could take 18 months at least if people get reinfected and it isn't clean and it isn't safe. So, you know, it, it's, we're, we're gonna, we can chat for two hours here about different scenarios, but it's going to be really difficult and it will probably be a late call depending on how the virus goes and how people get healthy in the time frame. I'm just not, I don't know, it, it, it's got to get to some point. December, January, February, when it gets ridiculous. And you, you might have to do that. But it's absolutely, for me, the last resort. I want the 38 games played in the Premier League and everybody else, 46 in the other leagues, to, to not just write off what we've seen. And, and the, the, the if and the, and the what scenario, um, just wait. We're all, we're all going to wait. There is a throwing the baby out of the bathwater kind of logic here, where if you say, if all we care about is the integrity of 38 games and that season being played and, and the history of the league, trying to finish this season will affect every season from here on out, as long as we live, unless you change yeah, but, they, the but, they, but those seasons so, haven't started. Those seasons haven't started. Yeah, they, they don't right. exist. This season they will be exist. They'll, never, they'll never start. They'll never start if, if this season continues to overlap when those seasons are going to start. We're literally going to be in a different schedule and a different world. We'll miss if, a year. We could miss a season. We could have dropped drop domestic cups. No League Cup, no FA Cup for a year. Three up sometime. Definitely, definitely yeah, League Cup. Get really. the games in. You could yeah, but even if you do the FA Cup for one year, put it on hold. Yeah, you could compress the season like Arlo's idea, take out all yeah. domestic cups. You play in Europe. I don't. I mean, let's not talk about Europe because that's a whole other world that we don't even have to think yeah. about. But you, could you, you it can like also. You, you can also, as, as when the Premier League started, there were 22 teams in the Premier League the first couple of seasons, so you can expand and reduce the league if you needed to, which, whilst it's exceptional, can happen um, if, if, you need to, if you need to win weeks back to try and get mm. back onto um, you know, the regular schedule. They have to vote for that. They have to vote for that. Who's going to want to vote for fewer teams yeah. in the league? That's the problem. Yeah, good point. That's <laughs> Listen, guys, I mean, goodness me, we've been on for quite a while. I think we nailed it. I think we nailed it back. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anybody listening? (laughs) Has anyone got any sort of final thoughts? Has anyone going around here? Any final thoughts that just kind of they want to put out there? Anything at all? Arlo, anything you want to just kind of finish with? Oh, uh, not really. No, I think we've, we've kind of covered everything. I, I just think this is, um, I mean, this is a unique time. And, and none of us, like you said, with your 86-year-old that you overheard who's never seen anything like this, you know. Um, it, it's almost, for the first time I can remember in my entire life, it was almost an effort to think about football today. Uh, 
um, you know, we've got we've got people we're taking care of. Um, I joked about cooking stuff and freezing it. I mean, I'm just I'm, the mindset is completely different. Um, I've even ordered a PlayStation, for goodness sake. That's never happened to me before, just to fill some of the time. But for me, I think it's a time where everyone has an opportunity um, to, to improve, to, to do something that you were waiting to do, to do some stuff around the house, whatever it may be. You know, there's never been a better time in the history of the human race to be at home if you're lucky enough to have access to streaming sites and cable TV and all the books that we've got and all the podcasts we can stream, all the music we can listen to, you know, all of that stuff. Um, so hopefully everyone is kind of, even though this is a deeply an- anxious and stressful situation, that people can find uh, a little bit of solace and entertainment and, and knowledge maybe, you know, with what's lying around the house already. Um, and then when, we, when it's right to be back, we'll be back, which is next week with the podcast, obviously. Bex, I've got a quick question. Were you going faster or was the 86-year-old going faster on the treadmill? (laughs) (laughs) Be honest. (laughs) This has been (laughs) the Premier League on NBC podcast. Subscribe, join us. We will be back next week. Let's hope this doesn't go on too long. Let's hope we'll be able to see you quicker than you have to hear us and we send you our best wishes. Thanks, everybody. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.